Hello, and welcome to an open market where fresh flavor and essential vitamins are served to replenish, refresh, and revitalize us on our journeys of healing, growing, transformation, planting, and producing in assorted areas of our lives. Nourishment that is healthy for our well-being and it's served on a holistic platter right here on the Mind, Body, and Soul Fruits podcast. Hello, family. How are you all doing on today? I hope that during this time of the pandemic that you all are, you know, you're at home and feeling encouraged and trying your best to stay positive. And so tonight I would like to add to that. And I think that we're going to have a good time together. I am so thankful. And so I'm going to tell you first, thank you for stopping by today. It is always good for us to get together, especially during a time such as this, for us to get together in unity and encourage each other. And that is what I would like to do. And that is really what the Mind, Body and Soul Fruit podcast is all about, for us to be encouraged in various facets of our beings in our minds, our bodies, and our souls. And so that said, we're going to get ready to get right on into it. So before we really get started and before we dig on in, let us pray. Father, we come to you as humbly as we possibly can, telling you thank you, Father, for being the God that you are, the loving Father that you are. And we can say that even at a time like this. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. And thank you for your protection. Father, we want to acknowledge you and honor and glorify you right now. There's so much for us to be thankful for when it comes to your amazing love. Mere words won't even express our gratitude on tonight, but we must say thank you. Father, I pray for everyone tonight who has succumbed to COVID-19 and all the families that have been affected by it. And we cannot forget those who are also suffering from other issues right now. There are so many of us going through so many different emotions and pains and anxieties and all father we just we just need you as an entire universe i want to say father on behalf of the entire universe thank you and also on behalf of the entire world we need you we need your love we need your power right now we need your comfort and we need your healing for we cannot make it through this without you. During our time together, I pray that you would give us comfort on tonight, that you would provide us with divine knowledge and wisdom, Father, which is what we need from you. Comfort us, help us, teach us, 
and show us the way. It is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray, his powerful and precious name that I pray. Amen. Okay, so family, this past weekend, we've celebrated Good Friday, the day that we had set aside for the celebration and the honor of Jesus laying down his life for us, him dying on the cross for our sins. And then we had Saturday, then of course Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, the day God raised Jesus from the dead. He rose with all power in his hand and he is alive and well today and he is in control. And so even during this time that we are in what seems like somewhat of a nightmare and we're living in a time that we would have never imagined, nor any of us never really saw coming, we are going to be okay. We're going to get through this, I do believe. So what I think would be most appropriate for us to focus on today is Jesus and the cross. So let's first talk about the cross. You know, I remembered that I had posted on my Instagram page back in, this was dated, let's see, I posted this on May 24th, 2017. And it is a picture of me at work and I am in a patient's room. The patient isn't there. You can see a bag of IV solution hanging in the background, a blood pressure cuff, and it's a cross on the wall and Jesus is on it. And so there I am looking into the camera and the caption reads, everyone has a cross to carry. Some crosses are much heavier than others. Some are broken down but patched up and covered up so well that though the damage of it exists, it's unrecognizable. Some are dolled up with all types of makeup plastered all over it. Dollar bills design some crosses. Greenbacks give them a baller type edge. Some crosses are swagged out for the nations. Some are just simply there, viewed in plain sight. People say, Look at her cross. Ugh. Then others say, look at his cross. What the heck? When at the end of the day, each of us has a cross to bear. Someone asked, why is that? I believe it's because we were created in his image. Then, hashtag, but that's not how the story ends. I thought about this post, this Instagram post, and so I wanted to, of course, share that. So the cross, the Greek translation for it, it represents unspeakable pain, humiliation, and suffering, and ironically is also the symbol of infinite love. The cross is not a symbol for suffering in general. Rather, it refers to withstanding persecution, difficult times, just as the difficult times we are in right now, withstanding persecution by the Lord's power as he directs circumstances of life. You know, it can feel like torture 
carrying a cross, right? Because we all have a cross to bear. And even before the pandemic of COVID-19, some of our crosses felt like torture already. You know, at times our cross is heavy, sometimes it's not, but then it gets heavy again. We all have a cross to bear. And so with this pandemic, of course, it's a devastation and also a time for grieving and confusion and uncertainty. And when we give deep consideration to our Savior hanging on the cross, covered with blood, sweat, and tears, it had to have been a time of grieving and confusion and uncertainty for him as well. When you really give deep consideration and thought to that, it had to have been. The Bible informs us that there is no pain, no affliction of ours that Jesus himself did not undergo. We have a Savior family who knows all about our troubles. That in and of itself, that statement, well, yeah, he does know all about our troubles. God is omniscient. He knows all. What the Bible informs us of is that it's not simply in the general sense that he knows all because he's omniscient, because that's true. He does. There's nothing that he doesn't know. What the Bible declares in Hebrews 4 and 15 is, is for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted put to the test in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. So he knows, Jesus knows what grieving, confusion, and uncertainty feels like. When bearing that cross like Jesus did, when we bear our crosses, we experience persecution also. That's all part and parcel of following God. When we stand for righteousness and we are in the will of God, we're going to be persecuted. You will have some people to taunt you. Jesus was taunted and people just won't let up until God puts a stop to it. It's a it's a daunting experience to have people to criticize and ostracize and condemn you. Jesus went through that and it's not for offending them. But because you are walking with God and in his marvelous light, just as Jesus was doing. So we can't think for a moment that it's a cakewalk because it's so far from it. Let's look at what he endured. Again, he was taunted. He was mocked. He was spit on. But persecution, not just as in how people will persecute you, persecution is difficulty, difficult, harsh times. But that, as many of us have learned and others of us have just recently found out, that that is not the sum total of persecution. The pain that accompanies such persecution. And please allow me to pause right here just for a moment to say, at such a time as this, we see that condemnation and being judgmental, making a mockery of someone, 
and living in a hateful nature does no one any good at all. At this point in time, it is crystal clear, if it's never been before, that we need each other. That is being made perfectly clear to us during these times. COVID-19 does not care about the amount of money you have in your bank account. COVID-19 does not care what you look like, what your title is. It doesn't discriminate based upon the color of your skin, nor the texture of your hair, the type of car you drive. It doesn't determine who will be victimized based upon the square footage of your mansion, your home, your studio, or your studio apartment. None of that matters. It never has, and it never will. What the world needs now is love. We need each other. True love wins every time. Now, we've got to think of Jesus, you guys. We have got to get back to God. And yes, this is what I am extending to you today for us to hang on in there as Jesus did. We've got to hang on in there. Now, of course, we, you know, we, we want Jesus to stay with us. We're, we're always calling on him. Oh, Jesus. Yes, he, he loves that. He wants us to call on him. We want him to stay with us. We need to stay with him. And so let's talk about the pain that accompanies persecution. Jesus said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. See, here again, in doing so, we must endure some pain and suffering. Think of Jesus. Now the pain and antagonizing agony of any of life's circumstances, loneliness, depression, fear, uncertainty, not knowing what's next, low self-esteem, And these agonies are elements of life that all of us contend with from time to time. And it seems that in our darkest hour, God is nowhere to be found. Like now, you may feel as if God is nowhere around, that he has forgotten about you, but he has not. He promised to never leave us nor forsake us. And family, he meant that. And on the cross, we even see that Jesus felt as if he was forsaken. And we've got to follow his lead. God wants me to share with you right now that Jesus is the way. He is the truth and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by him, through him. See, he is the way. And he shows us himself and even his faith. See, while he was on the cross, suffering, hanging, bleeding profusely and sweating and shivering, he was calling out unto our father, asking, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He did not leave Jesus. Our father is too faithful for that. And there are times in our lives that God allows us to be afflicted in order to prove our character and our steadfastness in our faith. 
it would suffice to believe that Jesus's faith at that horrid point in his life was being tested. And what I love is how Jesus shows us how personal their relationship is. He said, my God, my God, not just God, but my God. And he said it twice. That gives prominence to their closeness. And it also emphasizes how deep his need for our father was. His faith was also highlighted here. Faith? Yes, his faith. We are pointed toward his faith in his looking to God to even ask the question, Why hast thou forsaken me? And his humility is even shown as well. He was humble in that he needed God to remember him. But if we are but for a moment to believe, to fathom, to behold our father as loving and gentle, kind and benevolent, and he promises to never leave nor forsake us, us being sinners saved by grace, the wretches, how is it that he would forsake Jesus, the Holy One, the one without not one sin, but because he died for sin, Jesus also had to suffer the consequences, the full gamut of sin. When God was quiet and seemed as if he was afar off, he was right there in his midst. And likewise for us, even now, this universal awakening, this dynamic shift that resembles somewhat of a nightmare almost, like Jesus, we've got to stick it out and hang in there. Don't give up on God. Don't bail out, family. We've got to work our faith and call out unto God, even now. Just because you may feel like you don't see God working, it doesn't mean that he's not. And just because it may feel or seem like he hasn't answered, doesn't mean that he doesn't hear you. See, Jesus suffered. We will suffer too. He bore it all. So yes, we will have our trials, burdens, tribulation and pain. But because of Jesus, because of our blessed Savior, because of his obedience, we can face tomorrow. We will make it through this pandemic. Because of Jesus, yes, we will overcome. I do believe. And yes, it hurts that we're witnessing some events that we've never thought we'd ever see in life. We never thought it up in our little finite minds, but God is in control and we've got to be okay with what he decides and roll with him. I, I thought of it like this. I said, because he is our rock. I said, he's my rock and I'm going to roll with him. I'm down with him. Are you down with him, family? Yes, you are. And there's no two ways about it. God says, choose this day whom you will serve. And I pray that your answer today, if it isn't already, as for me and my house, 
we will serve the Lord. The Lord was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, by his wounds, we are healed. His wounds was not the conclusion of his story. They went looking for Jesus in the tomb where he once laid, but he was no longer there. We can't expect to find life in dead places. Jesus was not there. He ascended into heaven. And for us to find and experience life, we cannot look to nor dwell in places that do not have the pulse of Jesus Christ. You won't find life there. You won't locate joy there. You won't find power there. You will not. But look to Jesus and he will fill you with all of that and so much more. Even in these trying times, he will guard your heart and he will guard your mind and he will save your soul. In fact, that was his entire divine purpose for laying down his life to save us. So in conclusion, once again, think of Jesus high up on the cross at Calvary. He bore the humiliation, the pain, the blood, the sweat, the tears, having his side pierced wide open. He did the will of our father. Yes, I can't even imagine how excruciatingly painful it was. But as we know today, family, his crucifixion was not the conclusion of his story. It was the fulfillment of his sacrifice and his obedience. And this is not the conclusion for us. When everything was all said and done, Jesus rose to victory with victory. He got up all the way up with power, all power in his hands. And you, my sisters and brothers, right now, you are in the powerful hand of God right now. With him, we are equipped to overcome every persecution, every pain, including all of these devastating effects of this disaster that we are facing today. So he teaches us overall that the greatest place, no matter how painful it is, the greatest place to be is in the will of God. So sisters and brothers, I surely hope that you all were infused with a delightful and edifying feel and that you will place your hand on your belly and ask God to give you more and more and more of him. And he will so much so that you will overflow and share the love of Jesus Christ with your family and others. So thank you again for feasting with me. And until we meet at the table again, stay safe by staying home unless it is absolutely necessary that you go out. And I'd like to also invite you to subscribe. And if you'd like to request specific topics for upcoming episodes, 
send an email to mindbodyandsoulfruit at gmail.com. Thank you, family. 